the new year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goodness. We're going to get into our Bible. Um, what kind of listener are you? What kind of listener are you? Um, Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Thirteen through fifteen. Thirteen through fifteen. Thirteen, thirteen through fifteen. It says that um, this is why I speak to the parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. And fourteen says, in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You'll be ever hearing, but never understanding. You'll be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For the people's heart has become callous. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their ears, with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and in turn, I would heal them. And now, at what point will they be healed? At what point does it say in there that you should expect healing? Ah. You guys see that in there? It says that your healing is going to come after you start to see, after you start to hear, after you start to pay attention to the words that are being spoken to you. Now, we talked about this last week. We talk about hearing. When the Bible talks about hearing in um, Romans chapter 10, it says that hearing comes by what? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by what? The word of God. By the word of God. Now, we always take that literally as like the Bible. The word of God. What else is the word of God? What gift have you been given, Sam? Besides the Bible, what gift have you been given when you said that you were going to become a Christian? What gift were you given by God? Uh, ah, bingo. Ding, 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 ding. He wins. Think about that scripture now. What that scripture just say? Read that again, Tom. <coughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. We weren't reading it. I'm sorry, it, it is in um, chapter 10 and 17 of Romans, but it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Now, we always want to pick up our Bibles and think that that's what that scripture is talking specifically about. For faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by again, what? The word of God. What's the word of God again? And we know the common answer is what? The Bible. What else is the Word of God? The Holy Spirit. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting we always want to jump to this book rather than go to the Holy Spirit. Why do we jump to the book even in these cases rather than the Holy Spirit? And I'm still on the case of listening. What kind of listener are you? 
Why do we jump to the book rather than deal with the Holy Spirit? It's easier. Why is it easier? Because you can read it. You can read it and you can do what with it after you read it. Huh? Huh? <laughs> well, you can close it up, but you can also, and this is what I'm saying. Why don't we approach and actually ask and, and, and consult the Holy Spirit? as being the word of God in this case, rather than us going to the word and us trying to find what we want to find in the Bible. Say it again loud. You can take what you want from it. Isn't that what we do anyway? Yeah. Our whole thing today is that, because there's two, remember the, the types of ears. We've got the one with the dull ears. The Bible just said that, you have dull ears. That's one cause for, for us not listening, is dull ears. Again, think of the word dull. Think about that word dull. What do, you, what do you think of when you think of the word dull? Boring. What up? What? Your knife. <laughs> okay, but what, but what makes your but what, what, what makes your knife even? Think of, even thinking of your knife. What makes your knife dull? Not being sharp. Ah. Because now, is your knife dull from being used? Is your knife dull from not being sharp? Is your knife being used any excuse for your knife not to be sharp? <laughs> See, those are just excuses that we use. Those are just excuses that, that we use. Because um, we all have, I mean, the Bible gives us knife sharpeners. It even tells us how to sharpen our knives and to sharpen the tools that God has given us. However, we don't take the time to do that. Dull of hearing, dull of hearing. The next one was itching ears. Why, again, uh, the, the Holy Spirit. How often do we use the Holy Spirit as our word of God? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by listening to the word of God. How often do we actually pay attention to God? In reference to him telling you things. We talked about this last week. How many God, how many times has God just actually shown you and directed you in a, in a pathway or directed you in something to do, giving you counsel on which way to go in a decision? You saw it plain as day. God is taking you that way. God has shown you that way. But that's not the way that you really want to go. What do you do with that? Do what you want to and then regret it later. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. I mean, and we, we sit there and we wonder, well, I wonder why God didn't answer my prayers. But God did answer your prayers. God showed you clearly which way to even choose it, everything. Right. Showed it all to you. You just didn't want to go that way. We don't want to go that way. In our scriptures that we talked about today, uh, we're going to go to 2 Timothy. Let's go to our second one. 2 Timothy. What time are we living in? Are we living in the old days where we, you know, we have time and the Bible says that we, that we have time or are we living in the last days where it says time is running out and you may need to start making some changes in life because time is running out just that fast. 2 Timothy. Chapter 4. 
Verse 3 and 4, what did that say? For the time will come, they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, and they shall heap to themselves teachers and have itching ears. Now, real quick, who is he talking about here? Who is the who? Who is the they? Those people he's talking about. Who is he talking about? Unbelievers? He's talking about the, the, the way the world's going to end up going down. In the Wait a minute. Days. Who is he talking about? Unbelievers? <laughs> no, he's talking about a lot of us. Okay, yes. Now, yeah, I want to make sure that we understand who's he, who he's talking about. He's talking about Christians. Those that have been in the church, those that have been listening, those that have been called to know who God's voice is, those who have been called on the path and the journey, that's who he's talking about. There's going to come a time, there's going to come a day when they're not going to listen to sound doctrine anymore. What is sound doctrine? Truth. Do you already have sound doctrine? Or are you waiting for it? Oh, is that going to change, brother? Has it changed since you've been alive? <laughs> what are we waiting for then? What are we waiting for? Or do we have itching ears? Because now our scripture went on and said that we have people that have itching ears. Think about what he's saying again. Now, last week, if I had you do this and you just started doing this, everybody do this, do your ear again. And if I started talking like this, how easy is it for you to hear me? So if you have engineers and you're steadily trying to scratch, how well are you listening to God? If you've ever gone to the mountains or anywhere where we go up in Lone Pine, Bishop, those areas, and you get around anywhere where there's those dang deer, and they have these little gnats that love to hang around those deer. So if the deer around, I don't care if the deer have been gone for, for hours, those little gnats are still there. And if you, so just the simplest task outside becomes a nightmare because of those little tiny bugs. <laughs> because they take away all of your focus, all of your attention, and you cannot focus when you're constantly doing this and you're constantly trying to get stuff off your, 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 your concentration is somewhere else. Itching ears. Constantly doing stuff to where you can't hear. We talked about the distractions. What's distracting you to where we can't really truly hear what God is asking <clears throat> Should life be as difficult as we make it? When we, I mean, we have people that, I mean, we have complainers, people that complain every day, all day, about everything. Should life be as difficult as we make it? Those that have been, I mean, I'm, and, and the Bible says that we will be hated. We're going to suffer in this world. And I'm, and I'm even including all of that in the life that we live. Is life supposed to be that tough? <laughs> what is your biggest problem with life right now? 
Is it you be trying to be a Christian, you living as a Christian, or is it the other parts? The other distractions. What stops us from really listening? I was uh, I was I was getting ready this morning and I had my, my radio on, I was listening, and it came across some old, old songs we used to sing like in long, long time ago. And I was thinking about the difference between, because I just had on the station things, so it was just popping around different genres. And I was wondering, why is this so, why is this giving me in such a good mood? And why was it so, so easy to get back and remember? Bless you. And I started to think about those songs we used to sing back in those days and how easy it was for, I don't care if we, if we you've never heard it before, we started singing it, you'd be able to just jump in and start singing it because it was that easy. How complicated have we made things? And you know, even things of God. I, and, I'm, and I'm saying that even dealing with, because music has been a big part of my life, all my life. And I, and I can think of, that's an easy translation for me, of just praise and worship songs. How easy it used to be to have praise and worship songs. They used to only used to have three words. <laughs> Most of the real good ones. <laughs> they only had three words. And now you have to have a whole book just to read one verse. <laughs> How complicated have we made life for ourselves, even dealing with praise and worship in our relationship with God? Coming to church. How difficult have we made it to come to church? To pray. And you know, that, that one's a doozy for us because that takes you no preparation, no, just, <laughs> just pray. <laughs> Wherever you're at, you ain't got to be in a certain spot, but we still fail in that area. Because of all, mostly at the time, because of all the distractions. Our sleeping, we can't sleep because so much stuff's going through because of all of what? Distractions. Distractions. One of my things was uh, what causes itching. And thinking about this on a personal, on a personal level, on a physical level, what causes itching? What did you, what do you think was the number one thing that causes itching? More than bacterial, which is one. Toxins, another one. What's he said? Dry skin, that's another one. Still not the leading. No, ah, say it loud. Stress. stress. They said stress is the number one cause for itching. Stress. <laughs> stress. And what causes you to scratch? And here's the, I was reading this and I was like, what the heck? And then you think about it, it's true. Why do we scratch it? What does scratching do to, a, to an itch? Hmm? And, th and uh, when you think about it, you read this, this is the funniest thing in the world. It causes pain on the itch so that you get distracted from the itch. Isn't that crazy? I started, I started thinking about that. I was like, what the heck? Wait a minute. 
So I start to scratch, and that causes pain over the spot of the itch to distract me from the itch. <laughs> That's relationship with God 101 in a nutshell. That's us. And the way we listen, the way we, we follow. <laughs> Itch. We have itching ears. What causes our itching? What causes us to not be able to listen to God? What in your life right now is, is distracting you to the point where you're doing this when you should be listening? It's causing you, and think about it, it's there for a reason. Whatever that distraction is, it's there for a reason. You wonder sometimes while you're going through a little bit of pain, maybe the pain is the distraction to cover the itch. <laughs> a lot of times we think, well, why am I having to go through this? And you're steadily doing this. Wondering why my ear is getting raw and hurts. What is it that we're going through that we shouldn't be going through, that we should have learned from, but we're still cycling through going through the same stuff? Those are the distractions that God is trying to show us and bring right before us so we can see it and make it part of us and move on. Move on. Um, since we're there, let's move over a chapter. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting at verse 1. Good. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. What time are we living in? We're, in, we're here. At what point, I don't know, but we're in there somewhere. Go ahead. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Uh, does that sound like the world we live in? <laughs> I mean, that sounds specifically like, like the world we live in. <laughs> Go ahead. Jerry, uh, finishing it, it says, having ne have nothing to do with such people. Have nothing to do with such people. And where were these people again? Where were they based at? In the church. They are in the church. Um, last thing, uh, and, and again, we just want to deal with the hearing part. I just want to deal with the instruments part, and I told you we'd be quick. If you think about the walls of Jericho, because we brought this up and we were talking about this, the walls of Jericho. And we've been talking about in Sunday school about them crossing over. We talked about the blessing that, that they got when they got over. And Tom always asked the question, do we know what the first battle was that they fought when they crossed the river Jordan? What was the first battle the children of Israel fought when they crossed over? Anyone there? The wall of? Jericho. Jericho. So they go to the wall of Jericho. Why does God have them? Now remember, there's the first time getting into their new 
place that God has given them. They cross over the river Jordan. They know that there's giants in the land. They get to Jericho. They're not a fighting people. Here they are prepared to fight them. And God tells them, march. Just march seven times. Seven days. Why does God do that? Why do you think God did that? To see if they were what? Yes. Are you listening? Are you listening? I brought you this far. Are you listening? I know you're not a fighting people. But listen. But listen. He knew they weren't a fighting people. Out of all those millions of people, none of them were fighters. God knew that. So their very first mission, and they knew they couldn't fight. So they grabbed their little fighting gear, and they walked around uncomfortable as they probably looked and probably uncomfortable as they were. They went up there ready to fight, and they brought, what do you think probably would happen to them if they would have fought? They'd have, been, they'd have been killed. They'd have been annihilated. For the first problem would have been what? They had no what? No, they had the weapons, but they had no confidence in using the weapons. They had no faith in themselves as fighters. Who of them coming out of Egypt as farmers, now to fight against an army, against a whole city, who would have had confidence going into that? Moses has just died. you got a brand new leader. And now we're going in to Jericho. I'm going into the land that God's promised me to fight with weapons that I've never used. So God says to them and tells them, okay, I'm listening to you. Now you need to listen to me. Just march. Do you know sometimes your best fighting is by listening and just obeying whatever is told to you? You might not understand it. It might look stupid. But God is still saying, I got you if you would just march. Just listen. Obey. They walked around there. How many of those people do you think murmured and complained on the first day? Here they come the sixth day. Sixth day. How many do you think complained on the sixth day of March? <laughs> We're just thinking they just marched. Yeah, just marched. Six days all day. Marching around an encampment where people are up here, and you think that people who are not godly people are just letting just say, oh yeah, look at Jeremy. Oh, look at Jeremy. What do you think they're doing? They spit calling names, throwing stuff. Threatening, doing all kinds of stuff as you, all you're doing to defend yourself is marching. <clears throat> How do you think some of them felt by the sixth day of all of that? Stressed. Oh, now I'm trying to get you to see where the itching comes from. See, the first day, they were all gung-ho. Yeah, let's go. We're ready to fight. Let's go fight. What did God say? What did God say, Joshua? What did God say, Joshua? Did he say, let's go get them? Yeah, God said, just march. 
God just said march. He said don't do anything, just march. How many times are we supposed to march? Seven times. <laughs> That's craziness. All to get us to listen. That's, that was the whole point. All to get them to listen. We were talking about this morning that they, they only got a little bit of the land, a whole third of the land they probably didn't get. I mean, they only got a third of the land. The rest of them, they didn't get the, all the land they were promised. Part of that is because half of them didn't go over with them. There's a third of them, the tribe, that did not even go over with them. They didn't even go. Two and a half tribes didn't even go. So that's part of the land that they didn't get. The other part, why, why else did they didn't get the land? Did they not get the land? They settled where they were. They got comfortable. How many of us now have gotten a comfortable relationship with God? <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to be at? Is the comfortable spot. And a lot of it's because, again, the itchy ears. How can you get, if God's trying to tell you you're supposed to be something, doing something new every day, new every morning, whatever the case may be from God, how can you get that if you're continuously grabbing at the ears? Some of us are in our, just our marching stage because see, and some of us, he's already told you. He's, God has already screamed at you. Blow the horn. Blow the horn because you can't hear it. You've missed the whole call. Your whole Jericho mission is done, and you have no idea. Some of us are in battles that we shouldn't even be in because we don't hear well. We haven't listened because of all the distractions. What is, again, is distracting you from listening and hearing what it is God has for you? Because that's going to make a big difference in your life. It's going to stop us. The Bible says that even our listening, the way we hear, it says for one, it brings about faith. I mean, the Bible says without faith, it's what? Impossible to please God. Also, then our faith and by our hearing, that also will either build us or it'll stunt the way that we bear fruit. How much fruit are you bearing? Do you know that the, how much fruit you bear goes consistently with your faith? How much do you really, truly believe? And not just the easy parts, the hard parts, during the hard, tough times. How much do you truly listen and believe? Or do we have the dull, itching ears? And that's why I started this whole lesson off. We talked about what? Where, where's your past supposed to be? How can you live and do new things today and live for today and start a fresh? Some of us can, some of us have not in a long time said, you know what? I'm waking up to a fresh new day. Haven't done it in a long time. All because of all the stress and all the stuff that we have from the past that's found that's just piled up. You're no good for today if you're, if you're stressed about yesterday. That's why he says, take all that stuff, throw it in the sea of forgetfulness. Throw it in there. Can you do anything about it anyway? <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. We're going to pray.
wherever you find yourself. Ask God to open us up. Here we go. Father God, we thank you for your, for your word, Lord, for everything that you do for us. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the gift of your Holy Spirit to lead God and direct us, Father, and give us wisdom, give us understanding, give us strength, Father. We thank you, Father, for the uh, example of your son, that through it all, Father, we can stand strong and say that I'm here to do the will of my Father. We thank you, Father, for all that you do. For this week coming up, Father, let us be the examples that you have us be in our community, in our home, in our jobs, Father. Thank you, Father, for allowing us the opportunity to be the examples of you. We thank you and we praise you in all that you do. In your name we pray, we ask God. Amen. 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 <clears throat>